Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, respected listeners of Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal We welcome you to this program. It is our interview segment, and the date today is the 14th of Jumad al Akhirah, the 14th of Jumad al Akhirah, 1445. Corresponding to the Gregorian calendar, the 28th of December 2023. Let's welcome our honorable guest, Haji Abu Bakr Ravid. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you, Mona Zahid Sab, and the esteemed listeners of Merkaz Sahaba. Hope you're all in good spirits. Allah Ta'ala keep you always good and in good health and iman. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmadu wa nusalli ala Rasulihi al-Kareem. Amma abad. Let us correct our intention. We are listening to the talks of Deen, and we have full hope that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will reward us for a thousand rakats of nafil salah. Always, when listening to the talks of Deen, make this intention. Inshallah, so five times a day you listen. Inshallah, you'll be rewarded five thousand nafil rakat of namaz. So merciful is Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and kind to the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Amin. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Haji Sahib, uh, as we know, this is the silly season. So the 25th, 26th, 27th, going up to New Year's, many of our Muslims too begin to lose the plot and the value of Iman tends to go away. And the more we do not value our Iman, the more we're going to head towards the direction which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from. We don't even want to say that direction because it's so severe. Hajisab, we see many um, the fitan that is taking place yesterday, a few days ago. So people are wondering and asking, can it? Is it fine to say Merry Christmas? And certain people also said it and did it, and they want to know now why, how can we? So there is hope for those who want to change, but also we see with New Year's coming up. Certain places someone sent now Sharja, Sharja, and I saw it's a Sharika. This is in UAE. They are cancelling the uh, New Year's festival. This is what I read. And Sharjan, Sharjan bans New Year's Eve fireworks celebrations in solidarity with Gaza. So, this is something major and it's something good to do that you ban it, but don't do it just for Gaza. Why not do it every single year? Because of the UAE spends millions and sometimes it goes into billions just on something that is totally baseless. So I just hope you can advise us, the listeners, on this as well. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We must always remember that we have to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We as Muslims, we make mistakes, go turn to istighfar. That is the best form of, of asking for forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But let us stay away from this, especially when the countdown comes to, to 12 o'clock and then they start cheering and having fun and the fireworks starts. That is totally haram in Islam. We, we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give hidayat to those that annually go to these functions or these celebrations that Allah Ta'ala protect us. At all times, we must make a lot of istighfar on behalf of the Ummah 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those that are committing sins, like yesterday a friend came to visit me, he was telling me that in Riyadh they had a musical festival and with the Kaaba in the background, the lights were coming up and down, but in the formation of the Kaaba. So what a great thing, the Kaaba is our, our capital of Islam and you're using it in a musical festival. So he asked me what should we do. So I told him immediately make istighfar. He said they were dancing openly, men and women in parda, and men dressed in kurta. They were shaking their bodies to the to the sound of the music. This is totally, totally going to earn the anger of uh, we're going to end, end, earn the anger of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So let us continuously make istighfar on behalf of the ummah. Inshallah, Allah will have mercy on us and forgive us. Inshallah, we always have hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He will forgive us and protect us from these evil places. Ameen. Ameen. Haji Sahib, also we find that um, many places, a lot of wastage takes place during this time, this period. Uh, just opposite our Jamia Masjid yesterday, I was coming out, I saw the big sign there. Not not anything to do with the masjid or anything. This is some across the road meaning. So there's a big sign there, fireworks for sale. And you can go here and there. So many people spend so much of money in this. And sadly so, Muslims also engage in this. The youngsters, they're also looking where is the biggest party going to happen. And they are also going there. So from this we find a lot of wastage. Quran says that the squanderers, they are the brothers of Satan. Allah Azawajal mentions this in chapter 17, that they are the brothers of Satan, Shaitan. So in this aspect, Hajizab, you can advise us to, in every sphere, me, myself, where I am, in my private life, in the public, whatever it is, I'm using public services, the masjid, water, making wudu, I mustn't waste water, close the tap and I'm not using it. All of this, Haji Sab, you can advise us. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Yeah, it's very important. Our late Sheikh Rahmatullahi always used to say, if you follow a nation, you'll be raised with them on the day of Qiyamah. So Allah Ta'ala protect us from that. And spending money on useless things only earns our, earns our wrath by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We have to give Hisab for this. I remember in the Hanka also, on the Dastarkhan, Sheikh used to advise the Muttakifin that please do not waste. You can dish out ten times, but please don't leave food behind to be thrown in the bun. So we used to have one habit, whatever food used to stay over, people used to leave, we used to put in the box, and the next day give it out to the poor. This was when we had also the first Jalsa, Sheikh told us, please make sure that no food is wasted. There was over 3,000 people that came to eat, and there were quite a few digs that stayed over. So we took that food to Gravel area, and alhamdulillah, from all that food that was over, over 300 people ate. So this brings a lot of blessings in any functions we have, even weddings. It used to make it a habit that keep a box, wherever little bit food stayed over, we put it in that box and used to give it out to the poor. So we don't want to become and be recorded amongst the wasters, and even buying this fireworks and that, let us abstain from it. And at all times, please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and make the intention that Allah, 
whatever I'm doing, it's only for your pleasure. And if I made a mistake or erred, repent immediately. Inshallah, if all the listeners all together, we as a team, can start making istighfar for this festive season, whatever sins were committed, inshallah, Allah will have mercy on the ummah and guide us, inshallah. Haji Saab, yesterday also I was going to the masjid, um, then this was by uh, Umar Farooq Masjid. So there was one, probably in his 30s you could say, I don't think he was a Muslim because he was walking away from the masjid. But just an example of that, where we tend to, we a lesson for us too, that as he was walking past, he was walking and eating. So that alone tells you this is not a believer. And it's not, if he is a believer, it's not befitting of a believer to do such a thing. And as he's walking, he drops his packet. Perhaps there was some takeaway in there and takeaway foods. And that falls to the ground. He picks up some and he carries on walking. So then as I'm walking, I saw like a big piece of roll on the floor. So I said, but just come, you you forgot something or you probably didn't see it. So it's here. So he's just like out of pride and arrogance. He says, you know, we, we don't need this. Like I've got enough here for me. So this is not befitting. I don't think he was a believer, but as a believer too, this gratitude as well as showing that humility when we eat as well, we recite the du'as, masnoon du'as. And Rasul Sallallahu used to sit on the floor and eat like a slave because of all of this here. So also in this regard, when in this festive, the silly season, we tend to forget our basic principles. We tend to forget because we feel we're on holiday or we feel we at certain places. But I recall there was one brother from Revert and we asked him on air, what inspired you to change? He said some Muslims invited me. I was in, interested in Islam. But when I saw them licking their fingers, then I said, this is something special. Whereas Muslims, we feel very shy to practice upon the sunnah. We'll say licking the fingers because the kuffar say this is not very clean. We won't do this. So in this to also advise, please advise us to hold on to the sunnah, even in this crucial times of fitan. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. It's very important to practice on every sunnah that we can come across and it recalls on my recent trip now when we were having breakfast. So I spoke to the manager. I said, look how much waste. People dish out so much in their plate and they can't eat it. So he says, I've, try, I've been trying so hard. And when I go to the people and tell them, please, you can dish out how much you want to, but please do not waste. He says, hotel policy, that whatever food stays over, you have to discard. You can't even give it to the poor. So he said, my heart bleeds, but I keep on making dua every day that Allah give them hidayat. So this is prevalent in, in the holy places as well, wastage of food. Previously, the rotis and all that, there used to be an old man sitting there and breaking them pieces and used to feed the pigeon. And after he passed away, the pigeons used to be every day at his kabar. So this shows us that even the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appreciate your sadaqah. And wherever he saw pieces of roti laying on the road, he used to go there quietly, sit this I've seen with my own eyes, that he used to break them in pieces. 
and feed the pigeons, make it wet so it's easy for them to eat. So these examples are shown to us every day as a reminder. As Muslims, we have to remember that we have to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just as I was coming up, I remembered one incident of our late Sheikh. is to tell me every day, I read three times, after each namaz, for, for, for the sawab of those that I might have hurt their feelings or might have not given their money back. I, I forgot to repay them. So I read for them every day, three times, So on the day of Qiyamah, when they come for, for, for the share of whatever I didn't give them, they'll see mountains of good deeds. So Allah will tell them that this person read for you on, on his behalf, here are the mountains of good deeds. So they, they get recompensated. So inshallah, we also start this after every salah, read three times, that Allah am passing on the sawabs to whoever's rights I have not fulfilled or I've backbited about him or I've did something wrong to him. And inshallah, will be, those rewards will be given to them and our plates will be clean on the day of Qiyamah. Allah, first give me the tawfiq to make amal on whatever has been said. Amen. Amen. Hajisap, what else is on our menu today? On our menu, yesterday a friend came to visit me. He went to the masjid, one masjid, and he saw the decoration of this masjid, big Allah and Muhammad written, La ilaha illallah on the sides, the 99 names of Allah on the top. So he stopped and interviewed one of the workers. So one of the workers said, I'm doing three people's work, and I'm just paid for one. And for three years, I haven't received salary increases. So he told me, he says, do you know what is the the curse of a worker that has been oppressed. And then while looking around, he saw there's so many lights on the ring, so many bright lights. So he asked, who's going to give his up to this? So the worker took him to, they put an inverter system of over a million rand in this masjid. And that is wasteful because you are wasting money and you're going to be answerable to Allah. That's why we see today in our masajid, the noor of, of the massages are getting lesser and lesser because we are wasting a lot of money on purifying the masjid. This is absolutely and totally wrong. We should abstain from it. And taking even at, at home our workers, let's treat them with kindness and be good to them and always give them extras whenever they do little extra work so we don't get their curse mm. and Allah protect us from this. And it's very common nowadays that we ill-treat them, swear them, abuse them. This must also stop that we don't get the, the curses. And while I was on a trip last week, we met quite a few people uh, doing their khizmat. So we went to one house. So this brother is telling us that my sister stole all our inheritance. And that was not enough. She even went to Sangomas to do black magic mm. on us. And we're suffering, the amount we're suffering, we can't tell you that how much of difficulties we're going through. Eventually, I see I had to buy a house on interest. I make toba every day and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to relieve me from this bond. So these are the conditions people are going through and we see it every day that people are doing black magic on each other just to see the people suffer. And today we are not happy what the people have got 
and end of the day we're fighting what Allah Ta'ala has decided for them. A beautiful home, a beautiful car. We must be happy for them and make dua for them that Allah Ta'ala give them usage of that. And by us having jealousy and hatred towards this only destroys us and our good deeds. So Allah Ta'ala protect us and those that are involved in it, Allah give you a hidayat and bring you back on this path of Edina Sirat al-Mustaqim. And one remedy also, that people are, who suffer of constant headaches. So this Amil that was with me told one person that for three days you must say three times, Kul and blow on the person. So if the wife is suffering of headaches, tell the husband before sunrise, must read three times, Kul and Alhamdulillah, this brother reported back that Alhamdulillah, his headaches subsided completely. Hmm. So inshallah, we share this with you so that you can progress from there and bring you closer. The Orchards of Love will read one incident to you. The disgrace of the lovers of wealth. Once Sheikh Shibli Rahmatullah debated with himself, am I a miser or not? He could, not? he could not resolve his inner and dispute. He pledged whatever wealth he receives, he would give it to the first fakir he met. Even after completing this vow, a man appeared and presented 30 dinars to him. Taking the dirhams, Sibli set out to search for a fakir. At the barber shop, he saw a blind fakir whose hair the barber was cutting. When Azad Shibli offered the dinars to the blind fakir, he said, give it to the barber. Azad Shibli said, these are dinar gold coins. The fakir raising his head said, did you not say that, that you would give, they did not say that you are a miser. Hazrat Shibli then presented the dinars to the Baba, but he said, when this fakir came to me, I pledged to Allah I shall not accept any fee. Feeling highly ashamed, Hazrat Shibli flung the dinars into the river and commented, O wealth of this world, may Allah disgrace you like this. Whoever loves, loves you will be disgraced by Allah. So this lesson we can learn from Hazrat Shibli rahmatullahi that how Allah Ta'ala disgrace you when your intentions are not clean and you hanker after this world that you want everything of the best and you forget, forget humbleness. Continuing with spiritual salah, your dress is very important. Please take special precaution should be taken to the following that our clothing has been acquired through honest means, that it must be clean, it must be in accordance with Sunnah. Example, men should not wear their garments below the ankle. Our Sheikh always used to say, below the ankle is in the fire. That is a simple, uh, and that he does not display vanity and pride. So if your garments are over your ankles, this shows you displays, displaying vanity and pride. May Allah Ta'ala protect us from this. Continuing with remembrance of death, that every day we see in Palestine, how the people are passing away. This should be a lesson for us also that we have to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why when this childishness, when in childhood days have passed, why then these poems, when the time of, of poetry has passed? What is the meaning to play and fun when 50 years of your life have passed, when the fire of old age has raged? And what is the meaning of fun and play? The scar that talks of meeting and separation 
when an unfaithful woman, no matter how much love and sincerity may express, yet by the oath of Allah, they are not free of vice. The love of this beautiful woman is only deprivation and grief. The end result is liquor and intoxication and unconsciousness. May Allah Ta'ala protect us from all these evils and bring us closer to his marifat and recognition and take us on the path of Ihdina Sirat al-Mustaqim. The pathway to love will recite one story. Fear of poverty. Once Hazrat Ali bin Muafiq was walking towards the masjid. He found a sheet of paper on the ground. He picked it up and placed it in his pocket without reading it. After completion of his salah, he read the paper on which was written, O Muafiq, you fear poverty while I am your rub. See how Allah Ta'ala works that he gave the message on a piece of paper that this was for him. So Allah Ta'ala works in mysterious ways when he wants to guide you. The death of Bayezid Bustani Rahmatullah and Arif standing by Azad Bayezid at the time of his mort said, first he said Bayezid cried, then laughed, and thereafter he passed away. When the man in the dream saw Hazrat Bayezid Bustani Rahmatullah appeared to the Arif, he said, why did you cry? Then laugh. Hazrat Bayezid said, Iblis appeared before me and said, O Bayezid, you have been released from my chains. At that time I turned to Allah and I cried. An angel from the heaven descended and came to me and said, O Bayezid, your Rabb says that you should not fear nor grieve. Be happy with Jannah. Then I laughed and departed from this world. May Allah Ta'ala also bless us all with this beautiful death that we repent before our death. Being Thursday night, let us recite much durood on Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It was one incident in our family. This, this Appa used to recite, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa Ali alfa alfa marra a thousand times every Thursday night. And it comes, our Sheikh used to relate this quite a few times, that Allah Ta'ala will show you your abode in Jannah, then you will know your time to leave this world will be near. So you'll prepare and make istighfar and ask people for maaf and leave with a clean, clean slate, inshallah. Some incidents of our life, of our Sheikh Rahmatullah he was upset at the inconvenience, inconveniencing the host. Sheikh never liked to inconvenience the host. Once he traveled to Port Elizabeth, he arrived at his home around 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Sheikh was upset that they had not kept to the time and they kept the host wasting, waiting. I once asked Sheikh for the Maghrib program for in Lancer Road, Musalla. The Musalla was on the first floor of the building. We completed the program and just climbed down the stairs when the Isha Azan was called. Hazrat proceeded to give me nasihat about the Azan and advised we should not leave this place after the Azan has been called. We climbed back up the stairs and read Isha Namaz. And one noble habit of our Sheikh, whenever he was in the masjid, he always used to donate lilla money in the box. And one advice, Hazrat used to say, always be in the state of wudu. If your wudu breaks, wherever you get a face brick wall, make the yamum so you remain in the state of wudu. May Allah Ta'ala keep, keep us in this worry and fikr for the deen and bring us closer to his recognition and marifat. Major and minor sins. 
to unnecessarily first make salam to a kafir. Yes, if the kafir makes salam first, then reply, Wa alaykum. Sell weapons to a nation that is opposed to Islam. Accept the service of castrated slaves or eat from their earnings. Dress children in such clothing that are prohibited for adults. Sing to, to cheer the heart according to reliable saying. Abandon ibadat after commencing it. May Allah forgive us for all the sins that we have committed. The fruit for today. Tomato, how much benefits tomatoes have for us? The food value, only about 130 years back, tomato was considered poison and regarded by many as asset-forming food. But the natural benefit of tomato is one of the most powerful for the body. It removes particles of open natural channels of the body. Isodosis, the tomato is essentially an alkaline vegetable. Its acid taste is due to malic acid, which is about 0.5%. It helps for diabetes. It helps for eye disorders, urinary disorders, obesity, internal liver and disorders, respiratory disorders, and painful joints. May Allah make it easy for us and grant us complete shifai kamila. Uh, in this week, we went to a place to visit a uh, lady passed away. And while the brother was talking that how much khizmat they made for this sister was amazing, that they never left her alone. They always was at her side. How many times she went to hospital and that. And they did complete till the end, till her death. And Allah blessed her on a Friday death. She was so peaceful. He said, even at the Kabristan, was so peaceful. So today in our families also, there are relationships that brothers don't phone sisters, sisters don't phone brothers. I know of one incident, a brother hasn't phoned over 23 years, not even to find out how is this sister keeping. Let us keep this relationship open at all times. This was a perfect example of how much khizmat they did for their sister. They didn't care one but even he had to run from work for emergencies. He was always there for her service. May Allah ta'ala grant this marhumah and all the marhumahs. Jannah to those and the highest stage of Jannah. Inshallah, we make a few minutes to ask. Allah forgive the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah guide the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah have mercy on the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, whatever good Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has asked for the Ummah, bless them for that. And whatever is asked, Protection from protection, protect the Ummah, Ya Allah. Allahumma ahdina fi man hadayt, wa aafina fi man aafayt, wa tawallana fi man tawallayt, wa barik lana fi ma aatayt, wa qina sharra ma qadayt, innahu la yadillu ma waalayt, wa la ya'izzu man aadayt, tabarakta rabbana wa ta'alayt, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Wallah, the people of Palestine, and wherever the Muslims are suffering, Ya Allah, Make it easy for them. Grant them victory over the kuffar, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those who have passed away and are made shaheed, grant them the highest stages of Jannah, Ya Allah. And those that are left behind injured, grant them complete shifaya kamila, ajila, daima. Allah, they are starving. There's shortage of food. Make the means for them, Ya Allah. Easy and fulfill all their needs, Ya Allah. The mujahideen are fighting. Give them total strength and Victory, Allah. We're getting good news every day that they are defeating the 
the the Israelis, ya Allah, make it make it quick and possible, ya Allah, that they destroy them completely. Send your special Nusrat. Um. Send send the Malaika to come and help them, ya Allah, which you did in lot of battles for Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Let them come. They even openly exclaim that they see ghosts killing them and they're fearing so much and there's been so much casualties as well. Allah grant the Muslims victory all over the world and and grant Islam the highest stages in the world, ya Allah. Allah, you are merciful, you are kind. We have complete faith in you, ya Allah, that you will do for us the best. And Allah, forgive every ummati, replace every sin of theirs with a virtue. Allah, if you do this, our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa will be happy and shaitan will be displeased. Wallah, in your treasures, there is no limit. Give the sawab to the entire universe, living and dead, animals, insects, whoever makes your zikr, grant them the highest. Like last night was the 14th night, as Mona Panpuri said this, to reciting Yar Rafio, which is a name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are a lot of benefits in it. I, Allah gave me the tawfiq I read for each one, every ummati this last night. That Allah bless you all and grant your great rewards and high stages in Jannah, inshallah. Allah accept our du'as through the barakat of all the Quran recitations, zikr, turud, whatever names of yours people are reading, include that. Allahumma inya saluka min khayri maasa alaka minu nabiyuka Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adhaka minu nabiyuka Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-aliyil azim subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-musaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Waalaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Jazakumullah khairan to Haji Abu Bakr Abad for these advices from us and the team, we say Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.